don't know how many of you are in the interested in gardening, but we've been doing a bit of it here lately. This is a a prayer I think everyone could apply to themselves. Fluff the ground of my heart, Lord. It is planting season. Plant the seeds that you know are best. Remove the selfish seed of my will that comes to naught. Only your will produces the quality and quantity of the bumper crop that blesses. If my heart is too shallow for the depths of your roots, then plow me deeper, regardless of pain or cost. Make my ground worthy to be used of you. When the weeds of this world and my bad decision-making starts, please pluck them quickly. Do not let them take root. The fresh nutrition of your produce blesses more than any other man-made source. Discard my foolish seed and keep your garden pure. Let the fertilizer of your blood rain down to provide fast and strong, steady growth of my actions because of my love for you. I'm going to read a little bit from uh, John 15, 1 through 11. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit... He takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, so that it may bear more fruit. You already are clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, He bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to to be my disciples." Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Here's some Spurgeon. The Lord is my portion. That's from Psalm 119.57. Look at your possessions, believer, and compare your portion with the circumstances of your friends. Some of them have their portion in the field. They are rich, and their harvests yield them a golden increase. But what are harvests compared with your God, who is the God of harvests? What are bursting granaries compared with him who feeds you with the bread of heaven? Some have their portion in the city. Their wealth is abundant and flows to them in constant streams until they become a reservoir of gold. But what is gold compared with your God? You could not live on it. Your spirit life could not be sustained by it. Could it grant peace to a humbled conscience? 
Apply it to a sad heart and see if it could prevent a single groan or minimize one grief. But you have God, and in Him you have more than gold or riches could ever buy. Some have their portion in something most men love, applause, and fame. But ask yourself, is not your God more to you than that? Do you think that human accolades or thunderous applause could prepare you to face death or encourage you in the prospect of judgment? No. There are sorrows in life that wealth cannot alleviate, and there is a deep need of a dying hour for which no riches can provide. But when you have God for your portion, you have more than everything else put together. In Him, every need is met, whether in life or death. With God for your portion, you are rich indeed, for He will supply your need, comfort your heart, relieve your grief, guide your steps, walk with you in the dark valley, and then take you home to enjoy Him as your portion forever. I have enough, said Esau. This is the best thing a worldly man can say. But Jacob replied in essence, I have everything, which is a note too high for carnal minds. Let's pray. We thank you so much for this day, Lord. Let us not take the rich blessings for granted that you do give. You do sustain us. You're the creator of all, and you hold all things together, Lord. We just thank you for the blessings that you give in such a way that only you could give, Lord. They're not man-made. They're not planted by us, and they're not sustained by us. Your produce is only given in, in the way that you can give through Christ's blood. The richness of it, Lord, is just unfathomable. Your cosmos, your greatness, the many, many things that you do for us, Lord, we just cannot comprehend. We thank you for this day right now, Lord, that we're getting ready to worship and be able to hear your word. Let all things pass away, Lord, except you. Plant yourself firmly in our heart, Lord. Let us worship you in a way in which you are worthy, which we cannot do, Lord, without you. So we ask that your spirit descend right now, Lord. We pray for your special blessing on this service. In Jesus' name, amen.